be honest, the, the early playing games, from first four, whatever you call them, I'll watch them. You can bet on them, let's be honest. But I'm ready for the real stuff on Thursday. It, it feels like it starts to me on Thursday. Like, that's that's always been the tradition. Maybe there's some nostalgia built in of the years and years where it was really just the Thursday games or when the whole tournament kicked off. But that, to that. me, is when I, I feel like we're getting, like, it's like a, it's an appetizer. First four. Yeah. First 18. First 24. I don't want it to be that conference much. Conference tournaments. Wow, Detroit's beating the hell out of the Pacers. Yeah. Pistons are for real, Trista. No, they're not. They're not. They're not for real. Though. I love how Trista went from that to this, like, so quickly. When you have the, when the games are on in front of you, it's so easy to just get distracted by anything I was anything looking at this on. Heat game, too. There's no one in the stands. The only What's game... Miami? Yeah. Everybody shows up late. Yeah, they're going to show up at half. And plus, yeah. they're not very good this year. Nope. Like, Miami fans only care when they're relevant. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? Um, there's just way too much to do in Miami to care. I, the only game I care, the early ones, is the Tuesday night, 9-10 tip-off. Pittsburgh, Mississippi State. I want that too. So now Pittsburgh's at two and a half. If we could get to three or three and a half, I'm playing Pitt. And I know I'll probably be on the trendy underdog, but I don't really care. I like Pitt as well. I'll probably be playing Pitt. This opened up at a pick, and now we're at two and a half. So if we get three, three and a half, I'll definitely bet that. But other than that, I'm probably going to wait until uh, everything I played for Thursday and Friday. And I got eight right now, and I'm going to add nine as soon as we get out of here. Because yeah. we can't legally bet, unfortunately. <laughs> we uh, can't. We have, walk, we, we, have, yeah. we have to walk across block, the street. We have to walk a block down, but I saw something that I really do like. The betting zones. Uh, yeah, I like the Mississippi State-Pitt game. Arizona State-Nevada, too. Arizona State intrigues me. Just because you got to think about it like this. There's always one team that comes out of those first four. And if you actually go back and look in 10 of the 11 tournaments that this whole first four has existed, at least one of the at-large participants in those first four games has advanced to the second round. So that means Mississippi State, Pittsburgh, Arizona State, and Nevada. Those are the four that would fit into this category of their at-large bids and they're playing in the first four. One of those teams, according to this trend, trends, will go to the second round. Yeah, see, I want to be there with you with the Sun Devils, Arizona State. But if you remember Friday night before we got out of here, mm-hmm. I was chasing, mm-hmm. which I always recommend, and I say never chase. Yep. But I did a little uh, Vincent chasing myself, and I took them nine-and-a-half-point dogs against Arizona. I got home, and it was 78-59. Uh, to 59. Yep. So yep. I know. Arizona State is officially dead to me. I, I'm not a believer. But they could easily win that game. And if I had to bet it, I would pick them too. But I, I can't do it, man. They're on the list, the imaginary list right We should there. start actually putting a list in here. Teams that are on our no-bet list. Right Just next have to whiteboards. Purdue. Yep. Well, when they, don't worry. When they redo the studio, they said they were going to redo in here. You can get the new backdrop. We'll add those. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I like that idea. I got a couple teams that are on that list. And uh, you know what, actually? Arkansas for both of us. Ar- yeah, Arkansas is dead to me. Yet yep. Here I am wanting to take Arkansas against Illinois. Keep going back and forth on that matchup because Arkansas is really good defending the perimeter, and Illinois is not a very good three-point shooting team. But Arkansas, the only way they score is going to the rim, and that's the one thing Illinois does well defensively. I just I can't trust the Big Ten team or Brad Underwood. Like the only team I maybe lean would be Michigan State from the Big Ten. Um, like as far as against the spread. Michigan State is brutal. Those two two white boys in the middle they are horrible. Purdue Purdue Purdue's dead to me. They can't break a press. Uh, the last yeah. couple games, yep. they can't close out. It worked out great yesterday because I was on Penn State. Wanted Penn State to win that game outright. They had a shot there at the end, but uh, that was an ultimate collapse almost by Purdue, so can't do it with them. Have you guys bet anything yet? Nothing yet. Nope. I usually like to – I glance at it, and there's some that I maybe are interested in, but this year I've decided I want to just – I want to let it play out another day or two. Yeah, and I, I – uh, when the 
bracket came out, I was at my house in D.C., so there was nothing that I could do there legally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I had to wait to get down here to D.C. Uh, in our little betting zone. And so, yeah. I'm worried I'm going to overthink it more just because this year, like we've had, look, we've had years that have been unpredictable in college basketball. This isn't necessarily a new thing, but it does feel more than usual. So I, I feel like I might end up overthinking some things, but I really want to sit down and give it like a day or two to stew and really look over and read some different things and, you know, kind of talk myself into certain bets and talk myself out of other bets and hope that I'm not throwing things at the wall. Which is probably a good like idea. three o'clock on Thursday. Probably yeah. a good idea. I yeah. had the uh, itch last night. I was refreshing like every five minutes, just waiting, waiting, <laughs> waiting. I only check one sports book, so it's not like I was shopping around. And BetMGM, boom, it was right there. Thursday games, Friday games, separate tabs. And I actually, I lied, guys. I have nine right now, and I'm going to have ten. You'll be on to ten very soon. So, really quickly, a couple that I want to throw out there. Mm. I'm going to bet Utah State. I did bet Utah State. I'm going to bet them again, though. The 10 seed over Missouri. Like They're actually favored in this game. Yep, I like Love that. Utah State. I just think this is a brutal matchup. I like for the Missouri, over in that man. game, too. I like the over yeah. as well. So the total is 154 and a half, a higher total. I do like the over. Utah State, a very under the radar team, though. 13th in adjusted offensive efficiency, 11th in three point percentage. They could shoot the three. And also, they're the bigger team. They actually have the size advantage over Missouri. They're 26 and 8 this season. Love Utah State. And then the other one I'll give out right now that I really like is Boise State. This is more just a fade on Northwestern. Fun story. Second time in the tourney in school history. I like Chris Collins, but they're just uh, not great defensively. Boise State is a top 20 team, adjusted defensive efficiency if you're looking at Ken Palm. And uh, 50th, an effective field goal percentage allowed. So I think Boise State wins that game probably by four or five points. Northwestern goes home early. Those are the two that I really, really like. Night-night sleep mask for Northwestern. And then Drake... Sorry, Trista, I know you love Miami. <laughs> I love Miami. The injury hurts, though. Yeah, that yep. kills. And we have to wait and see, obviously. But, I mean, just Drake doesn't turn the ball over, and they shoot the three really well. And I like rooting for him, so I did take Drake at three and a half. I don't know. If that gets down to, like, one and a half, one, I probably won't touch it, though. I'll probably stay away. Yeah, that was one of those lines that jumped out right away to people. Was seeing that at, what, two and a half? Did it open it to it opened it at three and a half. It was three and a half. That's what it was. Then it went down to two and a half. Yeah, they're going to be a popular pick. I feel like just... There's but like all these dogs. Everybody likes the dogs, you know. Like I hear mm -hmm. everybody making the case for Furman against Virginia, which makes yes. sense. They could score, but they don't play a whole lot of defense. Virginia is probably the worst four seed in tournament history. They're so boring to watch, as we saw in that. Virginia's game been boring Duke. to watch for a long time. That's nothing new. Yeah, but I mean, even like yeah, yeah you're right. Um, the other one, <laughs> the other one, I keep going back and forth. I already said Arkansas. I bet Auburn over Iowa, and I'm probably on the chalky. Uh, well, now Auburn's actually favored in this game. One and yeah, a half. Yeah, I like point Auburn favorite. too. Yep. yep. And then I grabbed Oral Roberts, seven and a half point dogs against Duke. That's down to six and a half. I think Duke wins the game, but I think Oral Roberts keeps that game mm -hmm. close and gives them a scare. I think a lot of these teams, same thing like last year, and I talk about this all the time with St. Mary's because I, I really like that program. I feel like a lot of these mid-major or smaller schools got screwed. I thought a couple of these teams might have matchups, like favorable matchups where they could win a game like Oral Roberts. Duke, I know that they weren't Duke the first two months of the season, but they're better than a five seed. I think they should be a three. So I think Oral Roberts as a 12 gets absolutely hosed. I thought that they could maybe make a run to the Sweet 16. I don't like this matchup, even though I do like Drake to cover the spread. Them as a 12 having to go against Miami as a five, I yeah, don't love. Yeah, I don't like that either. And then St. Mary's again this year has to go against VCU. VCU's a four-and-a-half point dog. Like St. Mary's beat the Zags this year. They're a 26-win team. I could see them getting beat by VCU realistically. And um, the other one I had a problem with really quickly, oh, Memphis. Like Memphis, the way that they played, and they just win the conference championship, and now they have to go against uh, FAU, who's 31-3 and this season.
one of the better offensive teams in the country. I'm with you guys on the anti-Big Ten. Uh, that's nothing new. Purdue, I I think Purdue's the first one seed to go down. I hope. But what I will say is Penn State, there, there's something there's something there, right? I love them. They got a high ceiling. They're a battle-tested team, at least playing in the Big Ten. And, and those, we know what, right, there's always one or two. We, like, you get those Cinderella runs every year for a reason. But what you get, part of the formula for that is you got to be a good shooting team. You got to have good guard play. You also have to play with the feeling of, like, we have nothing to lose. And I always go back and reference George Mason because I was there at George Mason when they went to the Final Four. And, like, their attitude always was, like, we got – we're not supposed to be here. Like, this is just fun. It's, there's absolutely no pressure on a team like Penn State to win anything. I, I think Penn State can win a couple of games. I also am starting more and more to talk myself into Texas to go and like, I mean, at least getting in the Final Four. Yeah. Texas is great defensively. They're a top-ten team offensively, and that is exactly what you need in this tournament. And they seem to clearly be over the Chris Beard situation. That's not I, – I you watch what they did against Kansas. It pains me to think this because I, I one of the bets I had was Kansas winning the national title. I understand it's hard to win back-to-back, but Kansas looked really good, and they still could. But Texas is now looking like a team that is – they're get they're they're turning it on at just the right time. They're beardless. They're beardless. Yes, that's true. They shaved the beard, and he's already and employed anyway. Like the SEC, it's all about winning, baby. We're seeing that with Alabama. And we're seeing that yep. with Ole Miss. This Chris Beard, they just announce it right on social media, right on Twitter, and they left the they're comments like, on. They're like, congratulations. You should, out, you should check out those comments. I'm sure that everybody's calm. Shots. Yeah, yeah, everybody's calm, and you know. But, dude, I was like, I wasn't out on Texas, but I figured, man, I mean, they really have not skipped a beat. Like you said, top 20 offensively and defensively, yep. top 10 offensively, really good defensive team. They just beat Kansas. They're playing their best basketball. I'm with you there. I just I keep filling out these brackets, and I can't get past UConn. I really like UConn. Trust, I know you were high on them to start the season, then yep. they hit that like midseason slump. The Big East yeah. was so tough. Nobody saw that coming this year. I mean, look at Marquette. What a fun story They're they've so been. Fun. They could score, when, and all of a sudden now they play defense. I, I just I can't wait. When UConn's playing their best basketball, they look almost unbeatable. Unbeatable, yeah. You obviously have uh, <clears throat> just some really good guard play and a good big man down underneath who can really swallow up boards, score down low. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge uh, Dan Hurley fan, as you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> but they've they've persisted and come out of the other side. It's just a team that can play very physical, a team that can play, play very fast. They can hit outside shots. And defensively, they're very stifling. They, they turn you over and they make it look very difficult for you to score when you're watching. It's like, man, how are they, how is anybody going to be able to keep up when they're playing their best? Of course, um, it's a different story when they're not. Well, listen, when Hurley's going crazy, I think we all get entertained by it. So yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take a few of those tantrums on this. You don't get a lot of tantrums from coaches anymore, so I'll take it. I saw this stat, too. I, I stole it from ESPN, so I want to make sure I credit them for it because it, it feeds into why I like West Virginia over Maryland. At-large teams that finish four games under 500 in conference play are 5-0 and in the first round. You finish four games under five, It's happened five times. At, at that, West Virginia 7-11 and in the Big 12. They're the only at-large team that has been that was four games under 500 in their conference. Yeah, I'm cool with that, too, with the coaching matchup as yes. well. You know also, the Huggies will have a couple tricks up his sleeve mm-hmm. in yeah. that one. And, and it's, such, it's pretty much a pick. Don't hate that one. There's a couple games that I keep going back and forth with. I could see Michigan State maybe winning two games in this tournament. I could also see them just getting bounced and just getting absolutely, absolutely mm-hmm. destroyed in this tournament. Same thing like I was talking about with St. Mary's. What do you guys think? Um, and I know we're gonna, we got all night to talk about this. Yeah. But as far as like making a little bit of a run, what do you think about? And that's my tease. I'll ask you this actually in the second hour. Look at Coming you up here. Nice. Should have waited another. 
20 seconds. Oh, yeah. That's the only thing. Well, you know what? I didn't hear that music <laughs> kick in until last minute. But now it's kicking in. And so then, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to keep the people just kind of like breathing along. Don't go anywhere. Don't touch that dial when we come back. More tournament breakdowns. It's, it's, like, you, it's like you've done this before. Look at you.